welcome to This Week in Video Games, episode 5. My name's Tom Kershaw, and I hope you're doing well and having a good week. This is a podcast all about the world of video games. In the news this week, we'll take a closer look at a packed Nintendo Direct full of new games and updates. We'll discuss Activision Blizzard job cuts, Call of Duty 2019, news of Division 2's open beta, and what Peter Molyneux's been up to. We'll then get into what we've been playing, including first impressions of Metro Exodus, Tetris 99, Yoshi's Crafted World Demo, and a bit more Apex Legends. So if you want to get involved in the show, email us on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com or check out the latest on the website. Send in your questions, comments and video game stories. We're always interested in hearing from you. We're also available on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. So search This Week in Video Games on your favourite platform and join in the conversation. So welcome to the show everyone. It's been a big week of news this week and a big week in the world of video games. So welcome, welcome. Good to have you here. And thanks for taking the time out of your week to uh, spend it with me and uh, having a chat about video games. So we've had three big game releases on Friday this week with Crackdown 3, Metro Exodus and Far Cry New Dawn. We also had the huge news drop from Nintendo about some of their releases coming up in 2019 which sent the hype levels into the stratosphere. This week outside of games, I haven't been doing so much travelling this week, uh, which is really good. I've been up to Manchester and down to Brighton and then back up to London again in the last few weeks. So it's good to kind of chill in London and uh, yeah, hang out here. On Tuesday I'm out with some friends and we went to this Argentinian state place in London field called Buen Air. Uh, this place is amazing. Um, if you ha- if you haven't been there, uh, you should really check it out. It's got the best the best steaks in London. Otherwise, I've been catching up on the feast of games that have been released this week, as well as the game news. So let's get into it. So first up this week, we're going to talk about Nintendo's Direct, which was released on Wednesday, the thirteenth of February. Uh, so there were rumours earlier on in the week about a Nintendo Direct coming and they made the announcement that it was going to be on Wednesday the 13th at 10pm in UK time. Nintendo then casually dropped one of the most exciting Directs in recent times. The Direct started strong with Super Mario Maker 2, the long-anticipated sequel by the Super Mario Maker community. In the short trailer, Nintendo managed to show off a number of new features including slopes, angry suns, multi-directional auto-scrolling, vertical levels, Cat Mario and the addition of Super Mario 3D World. A number of new games are also announced including Oninaki, a new action RPG from the makers of I Am Setsuna, and Astral Chain coming from Platinum Games. There's some remakes and ports coming as well with Final Fantasy 7, Assassin's Creed 3 and Dead by Daylight. The headline act of the Direct was another remake in Link's Awakening the Legend of Zelda game from the original 1993 Game Boy version. The art style looks absolutely fantastic, and the moment the game was revealed, I had goosebumps I saw Link's hat on that boat. The original version was released on the Game Boy in 1993, 
with the Game Boy Color Edition released in 1998. The graphic style of the game looks similar to A Link Between Worlds, a 3DS sequel to A Link to the Past. It's beautiful part 2D, part 3D, and the vibrant colours should really breathe new life into this classic game. The announcement was the headline act of the Direct and sent the Twittersphere into meltdown. Many Twitter users offering comparisons from the original 1993 version to the 2019 intro sequence. Nintendo also announced some sequels coming including Box Boy and Box Girl, Unravel 2, we've got Delta Rune, Rune Factory 4 and 5, Fire Emblem 3 Houses and Dragon Quest XI-S Definitive Edition. As well as the new games and sequels and remakes, there are a number of updates to existing games including DLC for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Starlink and Super Mario Bros Ultimate. There was a surprising amount of content released just after the Direct as well, including demos from Yoshi's Crafted World, Demon X Machina, there was free content from Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker and new games including Final Fantasy IX and Tetris 99, which is a new online battle royale puzzle game, which looks incredible. As a Zelda fan, I'm really excited for Link's Awakening, but also Super Mario Maker 2, Final Fantasy VII and Oninaki really caught the eye. There was no sign of new Pokemon or Animal Crossing, uh, but I'd imagine they're going to be holding back some of these games until E3. They don't want to kind of announce everything early on in the year and not leave anything to the imagination for later on in June where I imagine a lot of other game companies are going to be announcing their AAA games so hopefully we'll see something new from Pokemon and Animal Crossing soon. So yeah, fantastic direct from Nintendo, loads of new games, uh, demos and, and to release that amount of content on the day was, was fantastic and we're going to check out some of that new content in Tetris 99 later on in the podcast. So next up, we've got some sad news from Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard have announced job cuts as part of their restructuring plans for the company after disappointing sales forecasts for 2019. News began to come out last week when Bloomberg reported these potential cuts that could impact hundreds or potentially hundreds of members of staff. Activision Blizzard had approximately 9,800 members of staff by the end of 2017. During this week's Activision earnings call, numbers were confirmed and approximately 8% of staff will be losing their jobs, which equates to about 800 people, which is uh, yeah, super sad. The earnings call started with Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick telling investors that the company had once again achieved record results in 2018. However, the company would be restructuring due to disappointing sales against expectations in 2018 and a reduction of 2019 targets. One area specifically called out on the earnings call was the underperformance of in-game purchases. This is a popular revenue generator for games like Fortnite and other live service games. So in a report from Kotaku, uh, they obtained a letter uh, inside of Blizzard from J. Allen Brack, uh, the Blizzard president, and it says, over the last few years, many of our non-development teams expanded to support various needs. Current staffing levels for some of these teams are out of proportion with the current release slate. This means we need to scale down some of the areas of our organisation. I'm sorry to share that we'll be parting ways with some of our colleagues in the US today. So the job cuts appear to be mainly in the non-game development departments of Blizzard, uh, and that's publishing and esports, 
Activision did announce they'll increase the number of developers working on their most popular games by 20%. However, overall this is really sad news for all of those concerned and our best wishes go out to everyone who's been affected. So next up we're going to talk about Legacy. It's Peter Molyneux's uh, new game and he's been telling us what he's been up to over the past few years. So Legacy is a new game about starting a business. You take the main player from someone who builds things in their garage to a factory production line with their inventions. This game's all about fostering creativity and Peter Molyneux says in his new video he wants to create feelings, feelings of success, creativity and pose players game dilemmas like am I a good boss? Legacy takes place in the player's garage where you put together pre-made pieces to create, well, anything you'd like really. Uh, once you create something that's popular and it starts selling, you then take that initial idea to industrial scale and sell it to the mass market. Inspired by his very first game, The Entrepreneur, back in 1984, Legacy looks to build on some of this idea starting a business and bring it into the modern era. You could call it a kind of inventor sim. The game's bright and colourful and could have a lot of potential. So good stuff there from Peter and uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on This Week in Video Games when Peter Molyneux announces any more details. But um, yeah, if you want to go and check out the video yourself, have a look at YouTube and uh, type in Peter Molyneux's Legacy and check out the video. Next up we're going to talk about Anthem and its new cinematic trailer. So Anthem had a cinematic trailer to boost its marketing campaign and build up to launch. Uh, director Neil Blumkamp teased the live-action trailer for the upcoming game Anthem, and Blumkamp of Chappie and District 9 fame teased the trailer on Twitter this week. The trailer is called Conviction, and it's available right now. So Blumkamp said before the release, been working on something new, really excited to share soon. Yeah, so go and check out that new trailer. Uh, it looks really, really good. And you can check out our initial impressions on the Anthem demo on the website. Anthem's due for release on the 22nd of February 2019 on PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, and the whole game is actually available now on EA's Origin service on PC. So if you want to pay a few extra pounds, go and check it out. Next up we've got news of Call of Duty 2019. This year's entry will have a story campaign after it was cut from Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Call of Duty 2019 will include a campaign mode according to Activision during their recent quarterly earnings call. Campaign mode was cut from Call of Duty Black Ops 4, most likely due to the inclusion of Blackout, Call of Duty's Battle Royale mode. Activision indicated during their recent earnings call that they intend to invest in development teams by approximately 20%, allowing them to bolster their top titles. Rob Kostich, the newly named president of Activision, confirmed the details during a Q&A on the earnings call. Rob said there was an entirely new campaign, a huge and expansive multiplayer world and some fun co-op gameplay. So that sounds really good. During the same call, Activision confirmed they're cutting the sales predictions for Call of Duty 2019, saying they expect less sales than 2018 Black Ops 4. Their poor sales forecast for the top titles was one of the reasons given for Activision announcing a restructure leading to 800 people losing their jobs, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast. So Call of Duty 2019 is expected this autumn. Next up, we've got some more news from another shooter. It's the Division 2's open beta. 
So Division 2 will have an open beta from March the 1st until March the 4th. Ubisoft's new looter shooter, The Division 2, will be getting an open beta in early March, following on from their private beta last weekend. The open beta will include story missions, a preview of one of the Dark Zones, and a look at endgame content, including the Invaded mission. So that's going to be available on all platforms, including PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it's really nice to see in a demo like this um, the inclusion of endgame content, because in these live service games, uh, the end game it really is what keeps players coming back and gives you that kind of daily incentive, that weekly incentive to come back and play more, level up your character. So yeah, it's really good to see that um, Ubisoft is uh, including this content in the demo. So good work there. And finally in the news this week, we've got news of a Hollow Knight sequel. So Team Cherry have announced a sequel to their 2017 smash hit Hollow Knight Silk Song. The original Hollow Knight came out in 2017 and Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania game which originally released in February 2017 and grew to new heights of popularity when it was released for Nintendo Switch in 2018. Team Cherry, the developers said, Hollow Knight Silk Song started out as DLC content for the game. However, when they got into it they realised they had enough content for a full-blown sequel. Hollow Knight Silksong will also be available for free to the original Kickstarter backers, which is great to see that they're giving back to the community that supported them in the early days. Uh, who, you know, who could have known the uh, the worldwide hit that Hollow Knight was going to become? So the game's going to focus on a new hero, Hornet, the princess protector of the Hollow Nest from the first game. Hornet promises to have new moves, abilities, and also a harder Silk Soul mode once players have completed the sequel. Silksong will also include a new kingdom, bosses, story, towns and more, so no wonder the development team turned the DLC into a full-blown sequel. There's no doubt fans of the original game will be super happy with this news. You can check out more from the development team at Team Cherry uh, on YouTube. This week has been a huge week for new game announcements and this is just another addition to that list to look forward to. And it's funny, the, so the Nintendo Direct came out on Wednesday, on Wednesday the 13th. And uh, you know who, who could have known that we were going to get another announcement just literally the day after from Team Cherry saying they're going to release a new game in the Hollow Knight series. So fantastic news this week. So that's it for the news this week. Next up, let's uh, check out what we've been playing. With so many games released this week, we had uh, Metro Exodus, Crackdown 3, Far Cry New Dawn. I had to I had to pick one, so I put a poll out on Twitter, and uh, Metro Exodus won. So we picked that one up on release day, and I got into it. So let's get into the first impressions of that game. So Metro Exodus is a single-player survival first-person shooter. Unlike other games in the series, Metro Exodus takes place on the surface of a post-nuclear war-ravaged Russia. Thinking they're the only survivors of the last war, Artyom and Anna journey across Russia aboard the Aurora. Previous Metro games have taken place below ground in the winding tunnels below Russia, but Met Metro Exodus switches things up as the characters go above ground to explore the remains of what's left of civilization. The game's all about stealth and action set pieces. There's a fantastic train battle early on in the game where you jump from one train to another, clearing out the bad guys before blowing up their train 
and jumping back onto yours to the relief of your Spartan soldier crew. The weapons are varied and the gunplay feels really good with pistols and rifles really packing a punch. The enemies in the game range from other crews of soldiers to mutants roaming on the surface of the beautiful Russian landscape. Character development is front and centre in Metro Exodus as you get to know the crew aboard the Aurora. Combined with the run and gun style of action adventure first person shooters, there's also a large amount of character development and world building going on. Rather than jump straight into the action, you can spend time hanging out with the other characters, getting to know them and listening to their stories. The game looks absolutely fantastic on consoles and even better on PC. So Digital Foundry have done some excellent analysis on the graphics and you should definitely go and check that out on their website. I'm currently about 8 hours into the game and I'm enjoying myself so far. Many of the games I've played in recent time have either been huge open worlds or live service, grindy type games, so this single player focus is really refreshing. I'm looking forward to spending more time in this world and the story is compelling enough to bring me back and will bring you a full review soon. But you can check out the first 45 minutes on the website, that's at thisweekinvideogames.com. So let me know if you've been playing Metro Exodus, send in your comments, questions and stories to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. So let's check out some other games I've been playing this week. Following on from the Nintendo Direct, we had Tetris 99, which was announced during that Nintendo Direct and available to download for free for Nintendo Switch Online customers. Tetris 99 was announced during the recent Nintendo Direct this week amongst the plethora of game announcements. Tetris 99 pits you against 98 other players in a player versus player take on one of the most popular games of all time. As the game's player versus player, you have to be online and you need a Nintendo Switch Online account also. And this is a really, really great incentive for Nintendo to convert more people to their online service. So what makes this Tetris different from those before is you can see the other 98 players in the game. You can send blocks to fill up opponent's board, knocking them out one by one. As you target other players, they can also target you. So as you play, you can see the other players in the game and a countdown to see how many players are left in the game as well. The game has standard controls using the D-pad to guide the blocks to the bottom. However, using the left analogue stick, you can target opponents. So there's four types of targeting you can do in the game. You've got random targets, which targets random players, obviously. You've got knockout, that targets players who are nearly knocked out. You've got attacker mode, so you can go after the players who are targeting you. Or you've got badge, so that targets the players who've knocked out the most other players. The music's great, with a dance and techno kind of version of the original classic Tetris music, making the game even more intense than before. This coupled with the new knockout system makes for a fun and frantic experience. So as surprise announcements go, this one is really welcome, and the fact that it was released just after Nintendo Direct shows Nintendo's really on form at the moment, and long may this continue in our eyes. There's a Tetris resurgence going on at the moment, with Tetris Effect also making many people's top games of 2018 recently. So Tetris 99 is available now for free from Nintendo's eShop. Next up we've got more content that was made available after the recent Nintendo Direct and that's the Yoshi's Crafted World Demo. 
So Yoshi's Crafted World is a side-scrolling platform game from Nintendo. The demo allows you to play through a level of the game where you collect various items like sunflowers, coins and hearts. Your train is broken and you have to search the level to collect pieces to repair it so you can continue on your journey. Throughout the demo you give various targets to meet including collecting 100 coins, 20 hearts and 5 sunflowers. The objectives are a nice touch and will keep completionists coming back to the game. Once you reach the end of the level, you're given the option to go back and search for three poochie pups. This is a nice B-side mechanic where the level flips around and you hunt for extra items. There's also fetch quests from Finn Blockerfeller who's standing out there in the overworld. Yoshi jumps, floats and eats enemies turning them into eggs. You collect the eggs and then throw them in any direction, allowing you to interact with levels in innovative ways. The game's controls are fairly simple, but they're fluid and fun. The world looks absolutely beautiful, and as the name suggests, Yoshi's Crafted World is full of paper cups, cardboard and handmade items. The game is a blend of 3D and 2D platform styles, allowing Yoshi to travel and interact with levels in different directions. In the preview of the full game at the end of the demo, you see the world flip and you see different views of all the kind of levels. It's a, it's a really cool effect. So Yoshi's Crafted World plays great and it will be a great addition to Nintendo Switch's lineup. The demos are out now and available to download for free on Nintendo's eShop. You can check out the gameplay from the demo on the website thisweekinvideogames.com. The game is released worldwide on the 29th of March 2019 for Nintendo Switch. So this week I've also been playing a lot of Apex Legends which is an absolutely fantastic battle royale game from Respawn and EA and I actually got my first win in a battle royale game ever so that's that's absolutely absolutely fantastic so Apex Legends is absolutely smashing it in one of the most successful launches in recent memories Apex Legends continues to grow from strength to strength it's now hit 25 million players since launch and the game has honestly hit so many home runs since launch we've got the initial announcement to drop in the game great gameplay, awesome communication and a really really strong social media game. It feels like Respawn have nailed this launch campaign and the numbers are really a reflection of that. So Vince Zampella, the CEO from Respawn said, what a week. Since we launched last week on Monday we've seen the creation of an Apex Legends community that's excited, thriving and full of great feedback and ideas. Our goal is to build this game with you, our community, so keep giving us your feedback because we're really listening. So Respawn also announced this week a few community events including a Twitch Rivals on Tuesday the 12th and we've got another one coming up on Tuesday the 19th of February. There was also a Valentine's Day themed event and uh, you can check out our review of Apex Legends on the website, that's at thisweekinvideogames.com. That's it for what I've been playing this week. I'm looking forward to jumping back into Metro Exodus and playing much more of Apex Legends this coming week. I'm quite new to the Metro games, uh, but so far I've been impressed. Like I say, I really like the kind of focused single player story. And uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot to like about that game. So let me know, uh, have you been playing Metro Exodus? and uh, how are you getting on an Apex Legends? Are you, are you like me where you didn't have too many wins in Battle Royale games, you've gone over to Apex Legends and you're finding that a little bit easier? Let me know on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. I'll be yeah, looking forward to hear from you.
last week we ran a poll on Twitter asking which game we should play for the first ever This Week in Video Games Game Guild. So to celebrate the February releases from Nintendo Switch Online, we posted up a few options including Super Mario Bros 2, which actually got the most votes. So between now and next week's show, I'll be playing through as much of Super Mario Bros 2 as I can, and you can play along with me. Next week we'll check in and see where we are. So if you want to play along, download through Nintendo Switch Online, or maybe you've got an original NES. Either way, get in touch on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. You can send me your thoughts and experiences of the game, and we can discuss it next week. I plan to do a little digging into the history of the game. We'll do a quick synopsis, and I'll put that up on the website this week. So thanks to everyone who voted, and once we've done this playthrough, we'll put another few options on Twitter for another game guild. Go out there and get a copy of Super Mario Bros. 2, give it a playthrough, and uh, we'll check in next week and see where we are. And as I said, let me know what future games you want to play through on the Game Guild. Send in your suggestions to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. So let's take a look at the all-platform charts for this week. So at number 10, down one from number 9, we've got Grand Theft Auto 5 still clinging on in there into the top 10. At number 9, down one from 8, we've got Super Smash Bros Ultimate, and that one seems to be kind of on its way out of the top 10 now. Up 2 from 10 to 8, we've got Spyro Reignited Trilogy. And then holding steadily in there at number 7, we've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and that must have been in the charts for a long time now. Again, holding fast uh, at number 6, we've got New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. And holding in there at number 5, we've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Down 2 from 2 to 4, we've got Resident Evil 2. And down 2 from 1 to 3, we've got Kingdom Hearts 3. Up 2 from 4 to 2, we've got FIFA 19. Then up 2 to number 1, we've got Red Dead Redemption 2. So if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2, I can't recommend it enough. It's an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, it's got an amazing single-player story, and you've also got Red Dead Online as well, so absolutely fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I recommend picking it up, and I, I think I understand that is um, about £36 now, so you can pick that up fairly cheap. So go out there and uh, pick it up and let me know your thoughts. Um, and if you want to check out my thoughts on Red Dead Redemption 2, you can go onto the website thisweekinvideogames.com and uh, yeah, check out my review of 2018. So let's take a look at what's coming up next week. We've had an absolutely ram-jammed week this week of new releases, game news, and it looks like things are a little bit quieter next week. So we've got Anthem coming out on PC, PS4 and Xbox. That's coming out on February the 22nd. And we've got Aragami, the Shadow Edition, that's coming out on Switch. That's coming out on February the 22nd as well. But I'll keep you informed if we get any new surprise announcements. I guess no one thought a few weeks ago that Apex Legends was going to drop out of the blue. So who knows in 2019, we literally could be getting a game uh, out of the blue at any moment, which is super exciting. So that's it for this week in video games today. Don't forget to get in touch about anything you've heard about on the show. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really helps us get the word out about the podcast. We've got the first ever Game Guild this week with Super Mario Bros. 2. 
Send in your stories, comments, and how you're getting along to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. Yeah, this week as well, we've got Anthem coming out. It'd be great to get our hands finally on that game. Uh, if you've already got Anthem, send me your thoughts to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. It'd be great to know what you think of it. The reviews are going to start coming in in the next few days since the pre-release on Friday, February the 15th on the Origin service. So it'll be fun to see what the internet thinks of it and see how it compares to the likes of Warframe and uh, Destiny. So we're always looking for input on the show, so contact us on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com or get in touch via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Search This Week in Video Games everywhere and get involved. I hope you've had a great week. We'll get together again soon to chat about video games next weekend. Until then, I'll see you soon.